Christ is alone and only on that specific day. But there are certain lessons of Hajj that apply and that are for us as well to go we are sitting in this part of the world and at any time of the year. In order to understand some of these lessons, first just to take one eye of the Quran Shari that relates to Hajj. That a person who has now gone to Hajj, he has now made the niyat of Hajj. So as soon as now he enters the Haram and makes the niyat of Hajj, Allah says, there are certain things that are now specifically the highlights. You must be very conscious of this. So one is the Hajj himself. Allah says, Salah Rafal. Salah Rafal, what meaning of this is? No intimate talk even between husband and wife in that time while they are in the state of the Haram. And a more broader meaning, any kind of evil talk. Then wala kusur. Any sin. So does this mean that only in the time of Hajj a person must commit sin? No, this is now something that is to become even more conscious about. Anyway, any time of the year, at any place in the world, a person should be refraining from sin. Because this is the obedience of Allah Ta'ala that is responsible for. Allah Ta'ala has blessed him with everything. Allah Ta'ala has given him the energy, the strength. Allah Ta'ala has blessed him with the food that he has eaten. Allah Ta'ala has given him his limbs and organs. So this should all be only in the obedience of Allah. But now that he has gone for Hajj, this should become an even greater concern that I must take far away from every sin. Sin of the eyes, Sins of the ears, sins of the tongue, sins of the hands, and any sin. Now, this is something to become even more conscious about. And then Allah says, Wala jital. And no quarreling and disputing. Again, this is not confined to Hajj. But this is a highlight that a person has to be very conscious about now. And gone for Hajj. So there are things that could spoil this Hajj if he's not careful. There are many things that can spoil this hajj if he is not careful. Among the things that will spoil this hajj very easily is the aspect of getting into any kind of quarrel, dispute, argument. As mentioned, this is a lesson for hajj, but not confined to hajj. This is a lesson that applies to any person anywhere in the world, any time of the year. That quarreling, disputing, getting into argument, is a thing that spoils very great amal, like the amal of Hajj. Allah Ta'ala said, watch, don't get into any kind of dispute and arguments and quarreling. Because it spoils a great ibadat, such an ibadat which a person doesn't get an opportunity twice to perform the first Hajj. The first Hajj is only one opportunity in his life. He can then perform 50 Hajj after his own nothing. The first Hajj is only the first Hajj. The first hajj. It'll never come again. Such a great ibadat which is got an opportunity once in a lifetime only to do it right. To do that first hajj only once in his life. He can then keep performing hajj, it will never be the first hajj. And such a great ibadat will get spoiled by this quarreling and disputing and argument. So the lesson in this that this is an important aspect to be conscious about anyway throughout his life. That a person tries to keep himself safe from these kind of situations. In some and some, things happen. Sometimes we make mistakes, sometimes others make mistakes. So that he needs to be addressed, he needs to be 
is not about, it needs to be clarified, but then there is a dignified manner of going about it. There's a procedure, there's a dispute, there are mechanisms of how to resolve the dispute in a dignified manner. So this is the eye of the Quran Sharif that Allah is addressing the person brings to Hajj, but that lesson is an all-encompassing lesson. But then coming to the hadith of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, where in one hadith Nabi Sallallahu says that Hajjul Mabroor, Laysa lahum jazaafun illa al-jannah. That the Hajjul Mabroor, this is a word we are probably very familiar with, somebody going to Hajj, we give him dua, and what a wonderful dua to give, Allah Ta'ala grant you Hajjul Mabroor. Nabi Sallallahu says that Hajjul Mabroor, the reward of this Hajjul Mabroor is nothing but Jannah. This dunya is a very small thing, it can't encompass the reward. This entire world is not worth a fraction of what the reward is for this person. The reward for this is the only Jannah. But now this is a word now, and Hajj is Mabroor. One is Hajj, not just Hajj. We start to qualify it. If you want this Jannah, then you have to make that Hajj Mabroor. What is Hajjul Mabroor? The word Mabroor comes from Bir. Bir means virtue. So a Hajj filled with virtue. A Hajj filled with virtue will become the ticket to Jannah. The Sahaba were very, very eager to know that what is the special virtue of Hajj? Such a great reward, Al Hajjul Mabroor. So what is the virtue of Hajj? And the virtue of Hajj person going to Hajj, an Amal, an Ibadah that is once in a lifetime, person or person, and only possible to perform Hajj in a specific places. So the mind will automatically go towards those specific A'mal that are only possible there. The mind will go towards Tawaf, towards Sa'id, towards standing in Arafah, towards the A'mal of Hajj. But now the person is going for Hajj, it is going to be possible that he is going to go for Hajj and not fulfill this. That goes without saying. Going to do that. So that is a, a given. There is no point in uh, making this as the very special aspect. This is already special. This is already super special. Because this is the specific amal that a person going to have will perform. But Rasulullah was referring to something on a more broader concept. And that which will make this Hajj filled with virtue, which will enhance it from beginning to end. But as we mentioned right at the beginning, these are the lessons for Hajj. person will say, well, I'm not going to Hajj, so this doesn't apply to me. But these are those lessons of Hajj which applies to each of us, whether we go for Hajj or not. And it applies to that Hadi who has gone for Hajj to come back with these lessons of Hajj. And this is the kind of training now. If he's going to go, this is what he's going to train himself in. And then even when he's back home, this is what will continue. The Hajj will complete. So specific Amal of Hajj will be over. But the lessons of Hajj will continue. The Sahaba cried, Oh, my Rasulullah. And what are the specific virtues and the special virtues of Hajj? So Rasulullah mentioned three things in total, in various narrations put together, three aspects. And all these are three aspects which we can do anyway in the world. Very, very simple things that take no effort. 
But the rewards can be imagined linked to the specific hadith of Rasulullah. These are the special virtues of Hajj. Keeping that in mind, these are the special virtues of Hajj. This will make it clear to us how great is Amala. The first thing Rasulullah mentions is Aam of Ta'am. It's Aam of Ta'am feeding people. Now, feeding people, our mind will again go to that to feed a person, you have to give him a complete meal, fill his stomach. But to understand this in the light of the Hadith Sharif regarding feeding a fasting person, the Hadith Sharif says the person who feeds the fasting person, then he gets the reward of the person's fast. It becomes a means of emancipation from the fire of Jahannam. So somebody inquired, if anyone of us doesn't have that ability to feed a fasting person, because this came to the mind immediately, to feed the fasting person, he must fill his stomach. Whereas the Sahaba, many of them were time stones to their belly out of hunger. They had nothing for themselves to eat. How are they going to feed somebody else? So now on the one hand they are eager to attain this reward, on the other side, how do we do it? We don't even have that much to even fill our own stomach. Nabi Islam replied to give a fasting person one sip of water. To give it a single date. That too qualifies you for the reward of feeding a fasting person. Now the same thing applies here. It's Amutaham. Person has gone to Hajj now, right there. He fed somebody, he fed him just some whatever little bit. Give a person a slice of bread, for example. Give him one day. Give something, something to drink. But this is part of the Islam of Ta'am. Now to bear in mind this is being regarded as or presented as the special virtue of Hajj. Now this person is living at the moment among fringes there. He knows maybe out of the one million people there for Hajj or two million people for Hajj, he doesn't even know five hundred people. Five hundred people for us is somebody over what fraction that counts for? He's among strangers. He's among people who he doesn't know. He's living in a confined space with people he doesn't have any familiarity with. He's been told, feed them. Whatever you can. How much you can. What is this going to do? He doesn't know the person. He doesn't know his name. He doesn't know sometimes which country he comes from. Maybe he can make out he comes from certain countries. Maybe not. He's never met the person before. He may never meet him after again. As we told, feed people. What does this feeding do? It starts creating bonds, it starts uniting hearts, it starts creating friendships. Now if the whole world starts doing this, whatever extent they can, the Hajj is that ibadah which unites the whole world in one place. They are now to take the lesson and take it back which unites the whole world all over the place. And one of those things that will be a stepping stone in that direction is Amutam. Whatever your person can, Shared something with his neighbor, he shared something with some Usafir Chandra was going past, he recognized the person is not from here in the Chandra, so he offered him something to eat. There's some friend he invited to join him in a meal, maybe sometime. Or maybe he sent something to somebody, some poor person, he gave him something to eat. A very, very great amal. And this is not something confined to a Muslim also. Any person, any human being, let alone a human being, Nabi says, A person feeds any living creature, any animal, a thirsty dog, one woman fed a thirsty dog water, Allah gave a jannah. Can you imagine feeding an insan 
Talk about that feeling a woman, somebody has the money in his heart. Outwardly, these seem like very, very small things, seem like binary things. But again, Sulema, keep in mind that this is a special virtue of Hajj. What a great amal it is. So, if I'm a Ta'ah, he's feeling. Then the Bishraf is saying, if Shah's salam. That making salam common. A person gone for Hajj, again, the same aspect. He's with strangers, he's traveling with strangers. 99% of the people are known to him. He's walking past changes all the time. He's sitting in a in the Haram Sharif. Somebody on the right sometimes is a stranger to him. Somebody on the left is a stranger to him. He is in Arafah, you know. he confined space with this entire group of Hujjaj. Million people, two million people in this confined area. He, but he doesn't know even a fraction of them. All are his Muslim brothers. The Bishraf of the makes salam for them. What is the salam? If the salam is done sincerely, if it is not just a lip service, if a person is taking it from his heart, then the salam is something that becomes a means of that which takes the person to Jannah. The Hadith Nabi Sallallahu says, You will not enter Jannah until today, until you have Iman. Without Iman, there is no Jannah. If a person left the dunya without Iman, he must have no confusion in this regard. That without Iman, a person left the dunya, he could have done anything in this world. He could have been the greatest philanthropist, he could have been very good in whatever he did. But if he left without Iman, he left like building a house without a foundation. It's all going to crash. So there's no jannat. So this is the first aspect. Now you want the direct entry to jannat. Sabi Sassam says, your Iman is not perfected until you have Mahabba and love with one another. Without that, your Iman is still deficient. It's there, but deficient. Now how you can enhance this Mahabba and this love and this unity and bond? أَوَلَا أَذُلُّكُمْ عَلَى شَيْءٍ إِذَا فَعَلْتُمْ وَهُتَحَابَكُمْ أَفْشُ السَّلَامَ بِيْهِ Sabi Sassam gives a prescription to create this Mahabba that makes Salaam common among you. I will tell you how you will get there. The Bishraf says, make salam, make salam common. How often do we make salam? Whatever it takes. It doesn't even cost a cent. doesn't take any time. doesn't take anything away from us. It brings so much from us, for us. Salam. First of all, look at the Muslim. He's passing all his Muslim brothers. How many salam do we make? Yes, he's walking out of the street. There's no apparent identification of a Muslim is excused. They can't see the sign of a Muslim, now what does he do? But he can see the signs of a Muslim. The person is, the identification of a Muslim is on him. He's in a Muslim, he's passing his Muslim brothers of him. So be salam. Such a great amal in the Quran, Jalib Allah, Allah gives us this command of salam. Person is saying his home, be salam. Yudha dakhalkum buyutan, fasallimu ala anfusikum. Tahiyyatam min ayyillah, mubarakatam tayyima. The greeting Allah has given. So it was barakatam, pure greeting. This is now again a special virtue of Hajj. So now this Hadi has come, he's practicing on this all the time. He's meant to take this lesson at home. And those that home what he calls them to do this Hajj also. This, this lesson of Hajj. So this is the Hadi performing Hajj day, but the lessons are for us as well. If Shah was Salam, making Salam common. Entering on the home, making Salam. And the aspect day is this. It's not just a lip service. 
something to be done deeply from the heart. Assalamu alaikum. May the peace of Allah be upon you. Blessings of Allah be upon you. Assalamu alaikum is a message of security that your life, your wealth, your honor, your dignity is safe from me. I am declaring this peace for you. But when it's said from the heart, that I won't harm you in any way. Your life, your honor, your property, everything is safe from me. I won't talk to you like me now and verify behind you. I won't be sweet on your face and then after that say something behind you to stab you from the back. So when this will come from the heart, this will create truly that bond of love. And it's mentioned in one hadith that among the signs of Qiyamah is that a person will only greet those who he knows. He's somebody or somebody, this is my best friend, this is my relative, my cousin, somebody, he'll greet him. He doesn't know the person, he can see the sign of a Muslim, but he won't greet him. Among the signs of Qiyamah. So Isha was salam. And then the third thing Rasulullah mentioned, kalam. Talking gentle words, soft, kind tones, talking kind words, Leenul Kalam. Now a person performing salam, some Nafil Salah is performing, he's making the hajjid, mashallah, what a great ibadah. Tremendously great ibadah. Somebody got the topic of making the hajjid, alhamdulillah, super alhamdulillah. He also feels that way. I did something, I did some great ibadah. Alhamdulillah, he is. Somebody will fill out the Quran sharing the whole day. He also feels, mashallah, Allah's talking. And something to be very grateful about. Our day should never go far without fill out the Quran sharing. What kind of a day is that? That a mu'min has passed that day. He's read hundreds and thousands sometimes of words in all over. He's read the newspaper from cover to cover. He's read some magazines. He's read social media. And he's read all documents. But he hasn't read the word of Allah. He hasn't read the kalam of Allah Ta'ala. What kind of a day of a mu'min is that? So that day should never happen. But that person also, mashallah, feels alhamdulillah, that is the reality. That I've been an ibadah, I've done an ibadah. But if somebody spoke in kind words to the next person, he spoke in kind words to his wife for that matter. More importantly, he spoke in kind words to his parents. He spoke in kind words to some stranger just to make him feel comfortable. He saw somebody down and out, he gave him some words of encouragement. Does he feel that he performed an ibadah? Does he feel that this is something that takes a person very close to Allah? He doesn't, he did a good thing, he felt, well okay, this is something good to do. But it doesn't even cross his mind generally, this is an ibadah. And what an ibadah? It's among the things that enhances hajj. Walimul kalam. the special virtues of hajj. Among the special virtues of Hajj, the Bhisthasam says is this soft words, kind words, words that endear people. A person is going for Hajj, sometimes from beginning to end, there are challenges. Traveling is a challenge. Nowadays, travel is so easy, but that too is a challenge. Previously, people would travel sometimes for a whole month before they reach Hajj. Maybe even more. Months of end, they would be traveling. Now, all the difficulties of travel, then be traveling with strangers. And sometimes something doesn't go how you expected it to go, something gets lost. What not happens? Somebody comes and cuts the line in front of him. Somebody is now becoming a, becoming difficult with him. But in all this now he's been given the special instruction that look the situation might provoke you from time to time. The situation might become a little bit difficult. But you remember you want to make your hajj babroor. 
So you have to make your head mabroor, lean or kalam. The ayat of the Quran Kareem Allah already gave us an instruction. Wala jidala bil hajj. No disputing and quarreling and arguing in hajj. The year of Misa says wali or kalam. So you'll be tested. Situation will come, will provoke you. But in all those situations, lean or kalam. Soft words, kind words, words that will endear. And this is not just something in passing, it's a very great ibadat. Such an ibadat that is now among the special virtues of Hajj. So now this, this is a lesson to bring these things alive, not only for Hajj, this is a lesson to take back to the Hadi, it's a lesson for those who haven't gone to Hajj to live, it, live up to. That to sweeten the tongue, to talk that which will bring happiness, to talk that which will unite people, that will bring muhabba. Obviously all this within the covers of Shariat and Sunnah. Now a person, somebody wants him to do something, say something which is against the command of Allah Ta'ala. And he wants to start making zibat and somebody wants to refrain from it. You see, look, I can't talk this now you're breaking friendship. No, the main friendship first is to maintain the friendship with Allah Ta'ala. Together with maintaining the friendship with Allah Ta'ala, we're maintaining friendship with the whole creation of Allah Ta'ala. But if maintaining friendship with the creation of Allah Ta'ala is going to result in breaking friendship with Allah Ta'ala, then that is foolish. That is destruction. That's the first bond that we have to maintain. Bond with Allah. Then together with that bond, we'll maintain family ties, we'll maintain friendships, we'll maintain relationships and everything. But within that, we don't know within those boundaries that Allah Ta'ala has made for us. So this is the lesson of Hajj, which is a lesson for us. And how simple, how easy, what effort it became, nothing. But yet such great amana. And these become the means of creating that mahabba, that love, that bond, that unity. And it makes that path to generous people. That we bring all these actions into our lives. Allah Ta'ala make it such that we understand the magnitude of these actions. That they are not small things. They are very great. And they are not to be taken lightly and taken by the way. And they become the stepping stones to many, many other things. Many a time the person takes it for granted. When something is very easy, he takes it for granted, but this is by the way, no Allah. Whereas those easy things like themselves, very great, they become the stepping stones for greater things. So the person latches himself to give amal, this will become the means of getting profit for even greater things. Allah give us the profit.